morning, everybody, and welcome. Yes, welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Today, we are going to talk about... <laughs> I don't know. What do you... Oh, there's a little... The cows are finally starting to come out. They got little baby calves. Every morning I take you guys on a nature walk with me. Just place yourself while nature drive. Place yourself in the uh, in the vehicle with me. Close your eyes. Imagine the purr of that Maserati engine under your butt as we cruise through the back roads of southern Maine. The trees, the pine trees are green. The the oaks are yet barren, but are beginning to bud. <laughs> I feel like I had to adopt an accent for that part. Anyways, like a David Atterborough, although that's not at all what he sounds like. That's what that guy's name is, right? That does the uh, narrates for like Planet Earth or whatever. But anyways, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's reel it in here. So I've been talking about a lot of social issues recently because there's a lot of so- there's a lot of social issues going on, and um, you know I. I there's this movie about a very white queen and uh, they're casting her with a black woman. If, if you can't see what they're doing, what it's, it's again, as I've said many times, these people are very, very smart. I can't, I think it was Joe Biden or some, one of the press secretaries, something, somebody a couple years ago said something to the effect of, you know, white nationalism is the biggest threat to this country. And I'm like looking around. I'm like, dude, I don't, man. I know a lot of people, and I've got some pretty extreme views. I can't say I've ever met a white nationalist ever. What is a white nationalist? It's somebody that's <laughs> doesn't like people of other races and creeds. And somebody nationalism essentially means that you're very passionate about your country. You're probably not. You're definitely not pro immigration. You're not very fond of foreigners. You want everything to be kept in house, basically, right? That's that's a very elementary summarization of what nationalism is, and white nationalism at that. So, what's uh, what's interesting is uh, about that is you know I, again I look around. I'm like, dude, I don't know any white nationalists at all. <laughs> I don't know. I've never met one ever. And dude. I sold life insurance door to door in the hills of West Virginia. I met some people that were probably a little bit racist, but certainly not a threat. Jim Bob Cletus out in his trailer in the hill of West Virginia. He's got he's got two guns and a and a 1989 F-150 with 500,000 miles on it. You're going to be just fine. You ain't got to worry about Jim Bob Cletus. So I'm like, all right, what white nationalists are there? I don't know any. I don't think they're real, right? Well, they're smart. They know they're not real. They always tell you what they're going to do before they do it. I've, I've been, I have a sneaking suspicion. I'm going to start looking into George Orwell a little bit more. I want to see what some of his other books and literature, if he has other books and literature are like, um, because something tells me he was told <laughs> to write that book. Why was why was 1984 so commonly read? Why was that part of high school used to be part of high school reading? Why why was that book pushed? You know, and again, this is this is definitely bordering on conspiracy theory, but I I believe that they always tell us what they're going to do before they do it. 
And I read a, a post on 4chan a while back about a guy that supposedly works very deep inside the government, was risking his life telling us. But he, he said something to the effect of, they always tell you what they're going to do before they do it. That way they can't, they don't, that absolves them of the blame of their actions. Because at that point, if they tell you what they're going to do, and you don't respond or get out of the way or change or stop it, you're just cattle. That's what they look at. They look at us all as cattle, livestock, right? They told us the pandemic was going to happen. There's so many clips of world leaders saying, oh, when the pandemic, like literally talking about it years before it happened. 1984, I, you know, I, I have a conviction that he was told to write that book. So it's right in front of our faces what they're trying to do. Because you look at, you look at um, this bill, this TikTok bill. And in this TikTok bill, they can literally, if they deem you as a threat, they can take over and monitor you through every device. Doesn't stop with your phone or your computer. We're talking your ring cameras, your modems, everything in your house. Everything. Every piece of technology that they have access to, that you have access to, they can use to for surveillance. You know, ter- and using a website they don't like or saying that something they don't like, I believe, is like a quarter million dollar fine in 20 years. 20 years in federal prison. 20 years for using a VPN. We got child rapists that don't get 20 years. I get so angry when I think about this stuff because I look around and I'm like, I'm outraged. I'm talking about it. Why aren't you? You just, you just, again, you won't realize you're in boiling water until it's too late. You won't realize you're in boiling water before it's too late. But anyways, back to the nationalism thing. They always going to tell you, they always tell you what they're going to do before they do it. So what they're doing, they are very intentionally trying to piss white people off. I'm pissed off. By erasing, changing history, erasing our legacy, telling us we're all bad, saying it's bad to be white, writing books about white guilt and white fragility, all this, and then they're going to take a white queen and make her black. Imagine if they casted Ryan Gosling as Martin Luther King Jr. There would, dude, these people would riot in the streets. They'd riot in the streets. So they're trying to poke the bear, man, and uh, I I don't know. I'm not that worried because everybody I know is like pretty heavily armed. And then I think about what pocket of the population am I like really familiar with? Not maybe less than point zero 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 one percent. So you multiply my faction times well, I don't know, many many times. There's. We got a lot of guns in this country, man. You know, so I'm not super worried about when a push comes to shove. Yeah, the government has, you know, planes and drones and all that stuff. But it's like, what are you going to wipe out half your population? You know what I mean? And I don't even think they'd be able to do that. You got to get the whole military to be compliant. And, and the police were, and that's that's what the vaccine mandates were for. Vaccine mandates in the military were to push out the people and keep the compliant ones. The head bobbers, the I'm just doing my job. Like the soldiers that lo- loaded the Jews up into trains. Just doing my job. Just following orders. That's why this whole thin blue line and the whole, yeah, military. Yeah, we should absolutely have respect for veterans. And fought. But at the same time, you know, you get to... 
It's not. There's a lot of bad cops out there. There's a lot of bad service members. You know what I mean? Just because somebody chose, it's like it's nobody forced you. There was no draft. You know what I mean? I'm not belittling the sacrifices that some have made to protect our country and fought for what they thought was freedom, right? I'm just saying, you just don't blindly support a whole group because they chose to be in a certain profession. I've talked about this before with doctors and nurses. You know, COVID came around. Oh, doctors, you yeah. Okay, well, how come the third leading cause of death is malpractice? The third leading cause of death in the United States is medical malpractice. Just let that sink in. Oh, yeah, doctors are heroes. Nurses are heroes. They're doing TikTok dances. You know, it's like... Y'all gonna wake up? You gotta wake up. Alright, so let's switch gears. Got that off my chest. But y'all need to hear this. I'm just gonna keep pounding this into your head every single day until you start doing some digging. Start doing I hate the word research because it's like a word that leftist idiots use. Oh, do your research. Plus, most research is useless anyways. Just you know what you don't have to do anything. Just sit there and open your awareness. Just really start to look like we weren't taught in school to receive a piece of information and think critically about it. You understand that? We were taught to receive a piece of information and memorize it. That's it. To memorize it. So it's conditioned us to just, oh, this is what CNN said. This is what Fox News said. This is what blah, blah, blah said. This is what the other talking head on the radio said. Must be true. Got to start using your little noodle there, partner. Got to start using your noodle. All right. So, what big question I get a lot is how to get super strong. Eat big and lift big. I'm going to keep it that simple today. Eat big because we don't have a lot of time. Eat big, lift big. That's it. Just You should do one warm-up set and then six to eight, three sets, three, to, three sets of six to eight reps. Super heavyweight. It's, it, you should be barely able to even get to seven reps. By the second or third set. You know what I'm saying? So, just eat big, lift big. Yeah, guy's got his Bud Light. There he is again. I think I talked about him before. 8.40 in the morning, walking down the street. He's got his Bud Light. Ready to start his day. It's kind of sad, man. Got a whole life. Just wasted it with Bud Light. At 8.40 in the morning. <laughs> it's not good, man. But yeah, eat big, lift big. Okay, so we knocked that one out of the park right there. The other thing that I want to talk about. So I, I have a good feeling probably pretty soon, and I, I put this on my Instagram story, that I think Nancy Pelosi dumped a lot of her stocks at a loss. Uh, so I, I have a feeling the market's going to tank here soon. If I were you, what I would, I'm telling you right now, I would be saving as much cash as I can. I'd be saving as much money as I can because everything in the market's about to go on discount. Everything. And what you could do, I mean, me personally... I would buy an option. When it goes down, you make money, close it, and then when it goes up, you make money. You know, learn how to options trade. I really think, listen, if I could give you any advice today, listen to me, learn how to option trade options. It's very risky. The losses are, it's like if, so an option, basically, if it goes down too far, you lose all the money you put into it. You put a thousand bucks into an option and it hits a certain price point, boom, you lost all your money. Or the option expires, boom, you lost all your money. Okay, like where it's a normal stock, you put a thousand into it and it goes down by half, 
you could hold that forever and you just lost 50%. It can eventually come back up. With an option, it expires. Put a thousand bucks into it, it goes down, never comes back up, you lose your whole thousand dollars. But if it comes up, <laughs> that's when you make big, 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 big money. You know what I'm saying? That's where I made a lot of my money trading is with options. So I'd be saving money if I were you. And I'm not, I don't, I don't feel qualified to teach you guys that I've been mostly lucky. So if I were you, and Robinhood has a good, you know, even Robinhood will teach you how to trade options. If I were you, I would learn how to trade options. All right. Cool. All right. I love you guys. Let's get it today. I'll talk to you soon.